This is News Talk. So we had Evelyn Cusack from Met Aaron on News Talk yesterday saying that we don't want to be alarmist about the cold weather, but it is going to be obviously cold this week. Uh, the papers are kind of going high drama on the weather. So if you look at the Irish Daily Mirror, minus seven killer chiller. Ireland is bracing itself for minus seven degrees temperatures and the icy blast could last until next week. A mass of Arctic air is to settle over the country, leading to treacherous driving conditions on until Monday. Uh, and that story is also on the front of the Irish Daily Star. You'll catch your debt. Warning not to scrimp on heating as temperatures plunge. I think that warning comes from Minister Heather Humphreys, who says she doesn't want to see any older person not turning on their heating uh, because they're afraid of the cost of it when we have such cold conditions. So obviously, big chill on the way. I'm expecting that on the front pages for the next week, we'll have more and more and more about the weather. So you'll just have to uh, get used to that and hopefully it won't be too bad I think today is kind of just a normal December day and then from tomorrow onwards it gets pretty cold so today might be a day to get yourself ready for that The front of the Irish Daily Mail a depressing headline, half of under 30s are thinking of emigrating. We heard this from the CSO yesterday, more than half of under 30s say they would consider leaving the country due to spiralling living costs and almost half of renters are also thinking of moving abroad to lower their cost of living. Many young people fear that they can't afford to start a family in Ireland. Nearly 3 in 10 of 18 to 29 year olds worried about this prospect. And I'd have to say more and more I'm seeing on Instagram people attending emigration parties. So you'll see people going along and there's, oh, you know, they're... um, they're Australia's gain now or whatever people are saying on it. So there's a lot of emigration parties out there. And obviously this is a very difficult time of year for families with loved ones abroad and obviously for families preparing for loved ones to go abroad. And it would seem, if you're to believe, those figures that more and more of our younger people uh, will be leaving the country. The Irish Times house prices set to rise. I mean, if you're wondering why people are leaving, this is one example of it. There will be little let up in house prices for the foreseeable future as structural issues are said to keep pushing demand for homes higher despite the recent slowdown in the property market. This is the Big Banking and Payments Federation report. Soaring inflation and the economic downturn have seen house price growth slow in recent months but that's unlikely to continue for the long term because we've a shortage of houses and we've run away rents incentivising people to own their own home. So essentially house prices just going to keep going up and up and up. Uh, that's also on the front of the Irish Independent, more so looking at the population growth and how that, um, because population growth far in excess of new housing is creating pent-up demand, says the Indo, and that demand won't be relieved unless supply increases substantially. So Ireland's population grew by 360,000 in the last five years, but only 120,000 homes were built in the same period. So where do all of these people live? Big report in the Indo on that. Irish Examiner front page goes with the Healthy Ireland report, which we heard yesterday 
yesterday, Healthy Ireland, we drink more but smoke less. We're drinking more, smoking less, possibly getting fatter and some of us are struggling to afford basic healthcare uh, products like tampons. These are some of the findings from the Healthy Ireland 2022 report which analysed the state of the nation's health by interviewing 7,500 people. 13% of drinkers reporting they drink more now than they did at the start of the COVID restrictions and the figures on binge drinking indicate that this habit is on the rise also. Um, So the uh, examiner and indeed all the papers go through some of the vital statistics. Now there's loads in the Healthy Ireland report. Breda Smith, the new Chief Medical Officer, was on the hard shoulder here on News Talk yesterday. I heard the whole interview in a taxi and uh, it's well worth a listen back because there's loads that Kieran asked her about. So you can listen back on the News Talk app uh, and she also talks about COVID and things like that and what you should do if you start having symptoms. But that's the main story on the front of the examiner. Inside the papers, uh, one man who's not worried about the cost of living crisis is Conor McGregor because in the mirror we're told that he has been named as the world's highest earning athlete per minute. And he made, if you can believe this, €945,000 in nine seconds. Uh, Conor McGregor earns €6.3 million every minute he spends in the ring. So that's not a year or anything like that. Uh, So he earns more money than Brazil's World Cup star Neymar. And uh, McGregor uh, has only fought once in the last 18 months. His leg was broken in a loss to Dustin Poirier, I think it is. I don't follow MMA. But anyway, he broke his leg, so obviously he hasn't been fighting. But despite that, he's still earning an absolute fortune, way more than, you know, all these soccer stars, uh, boxers like Tyson Fury, Jake Paul, any of those. So McGregor is just earning an absolute fortune. Imagine that, a million euro in just nine seconds is what he's earning. Ronaldo is getting 18,000 euro per minute, although he's going to earn a lot of money with that new contract he's just signed. Now, Harry and Meghan, never far from the paper's front pages. And in the sun, obviously, they have this new documentary on Netflix. I've watched some of the promos. I've no interest in watching it, to be honest. I see them on social media. But people go mad for Harry and Meghan. Can't get enough of them. But anyway, they have this new documentary out. And in the sun, we're told that they're facing a new fakery storm after Netflix passed off Katie Price footage as proof the couple were hounded by the media. So in some of the promos for the new documentary on Netflix they show kind of like um, what the movies show about Diana being chased by the paparazzi so they're kind of showing the same thing with Harry and Meghan in the promo however the footage isn't from paparazzi chasing Harry and Meghan so they've at least four examples where uh, things aren't what they seem so one example is that the promo uses footage of journalists waiting outside court for Katie Price last year. So nothing to do with the media frenzy around Harry and Meghan. The second, quote, fake uh, claim in the uh, documentary is that it gives the impression that a lone snapper is secretly photographing Harry, Meghan and their son inside a private home. But actually, it was a pre-arranged photograph by a private photographer on a visit to Desmond Tutu. The footage also shows cameras round a limo before the trailer cuts to Megan in tears, 
But actually, that's footage of Donald Trump's former lawyer. And the first trailer shows a press pack at a Harry Potter film premiere years before Harry and Meghan had ever met. So this won't do them any good because people will wonder if the whole documentary is like that. Um, But obviously, they're trying to show a media frenzy around Harry and Meghan not working out so far. Now, in the Telegraph, um, this was around yesterday evening, but you may or may not have heard about the word of the year. And I've never heard of this word of the year. So the word of the year for 2022 is goblin mode, which I've certainly never heard and I've never used. But apparently it's a slang term in the Telegraph, we're told. It's a slang term that captures post-pandemic rejection of a return to normal life. The term is defined as a type of behaviour that's unapologetically self-indulgent, lazy or greedy. And use of the phrase apparently rose in the months following the pandemic and Oxford languages say people are embracing their inner goblin and voters chose goblin mode as the word of the year. Maybe it's a British thing or something like that. I don't know. Maybe you all use this. I never heard of it, said it. But goblin mode is the word of the year. Final story for you comes from the Mirror today uh, and it's in some of the other papers as well. And this is very interesting research from the University of Limerick and it's all about sending Christmas cards. And apparently sending Christmas cards is associated with lower symptoms of depression. Researchers at the University of Limerick have found that people with low moods were less likely to send Christmas cards than non-depressed people and effects were evident in those who are Christian. The researchers um, say that we found approximately 55% of non-depressed people reported always sending Christmas cards compared to 46% of those with depression. Uh, so it's very interesting research. I never, ever, ever send Christmas cards, but I love to get them. Some bit of a hypocrite there. But I was on the train yesterday coming back from Cork and the woman sitting across from me spent the entire journey certainly from Cork to Newbridge, writing all her Christmas cards, which I did think was a good way to pass the time. And uh, she apparently isn't depressed because depressed people don't send Christmas cards, according to that research from UL. Now, on 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com, this, this is Newstalk.